Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. Of us. Absolutely. That's right. You'll find I Flash Gordon you. at Pensacon. I don't need to thank that weird Dr. Zarkov. I think Flash Gordon and Dale Arden who motivated him. Absolutely. Absolutely. Best line Death of Flash to Gordon. Ming. Be- uh, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, you asked me the best line from Flash. I have Flash. a better line from Flash. No, you don't. I do. You'll agree with me. Dive. <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> Greatest. Not the poor worms. <laughs> Six eleven here. On, uh, I'm. That was my first Blu-ray. Oh, all right. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't take much scratching at the surface to expose my inner nerd. I mean, it's pretty oh, much right there. I at, same. At, okay, but um, you, it's it's right there. <laughs> it's right there and vivid. <laughs> best soundtrack ever, too, for a movie. Absolutely, and of I, course the the other cat, the other flash. Best, best mm-hmm. soundtrack, exception Star Wars, not in the category because it's all on its own, but. I mean, Flash Gordon is a fantastic soundtrack. Better soundtrack than Star Wars. Oh, oh, oh. Ah, that one hurt a that little bit. That one's John okay. Williams. But, you know, sorry. Fine, okay. fine, fine, fine. Right. 612 here on News Radio 92.3. Happy Pensacon. Uh, 437-1620, 437-1620. Who are you most excited to see? Who are you going to go see? Um, Sam Jones. Okay. No, he's great. Um, Gina Schlack of the Go-Go's is here. Oh, really? Yes. I I have been very badly following all of the the celebrity invitees. Uh, Every year I look at this, I'm like, oh my God, I didn't know, you know, like that kind of thing. Right. And we're going to have Leah Thompson on the show later at 835, so that's going to be fun. Uh, Leah Thompson, I mean, who doesn't want to meet Leah Thompson? Oh my gosh. She's a brilliant actress. Oh, fantastic. And now she's directing and, you know, uh, like her daughter's work Mm -hmm. and all kinds of stuff. She's not just a beautiful face. That's right. (laughs) She's great. You know what she got? I was reading this. You know what she got? told by Barishnikov because she was a ballet dancer. Barishnikov said, you're beautiful, but you're a little chunky. Right? <laughs> oh, stocky. Hey. Sorry, stocky. Not chunky. That was and, Still wrong. Yeah, right. She's not, yeah, she's and, and yet, you know, and so she moved on from that to you do know everything. What, after you screwed over uh, Witcher Cohen <laughs> on Sex in the City, I was done with you. And I'm still <laughs> done with you. 613 on News Radio 92. Um, oh, I did go to find a, I, I had to go find it yesterday. You're going to thank me later, or right now. This is Jason Johnson on MSNBC. You ready? Yeah. In my view, there are three states yet you can't really run from if you're trying to win across America. You run from New York, you're too crazy, you're liberal. You run from California, you're too crazy, you're liberal, you're trying to make sure I can't get plastic straws. You run from Florida, it's all crystal meth and alligators, right? Like, I mean, that's, that's what people think. And I'm not saying that that's the case. I'm saying those are sort of the national reputations of those states. So when you see Ron DeSantis running and claiming that he's going to do for America what he's done in Florida, it seems like that'd be a problem. That was the clip that David had mentioned to us yesterday, oh and I had gosh. to go find it. Oh, my God. What a gem. You run from Florida, it's all crystal meth and alligators. <laughs> Honest. Okay, there's not that many gators in Pensacola. <laughs> nice. Oh, I'm wrong. I feel, yeah, I feel like, wrong, but it's everywhere. I feel it's not like just here. This is the T-shirt for the DeSantis campaign. 
Yeah, it should be called. We're more than just crystal meth and alligators. I mean, those license plates would sell. And also that dummy should know that we have the sunshine law. That's why it looks like it does down here, because everybody can find out everything that other people are doing. That's exactly right. Yes. Oh, man. You know, no, our I, hall of shame is printed just where we can pull it up. You know, we, Stupid. We were talking before <laughs> about how um, you know the ad writes itself that yep. people have been leaving New York to come to Florida by any means necessary. Car train even sailing here from the new york yacht club the american magic story right like that's a great ad for desantis this is also i mean he will always embrace the whatever it is it's kind of like if you you know the um uh you criticize him right and then he'll just kind of embrace that which is what you should do which is what you embrace that stuff and co-opt it when elon musk said he should run for president he said that he accepted african-american support like he's funny. Yeah, that's right. Exactly Africa, right. Six fifteen on News Radio ninety two three. The uh, Transgressions Memorial Service comes up next. Uh, before that, we got candy with traffic on the five and taking a look around. Uh, this is uh, brought to you by Pensacon. It's happening this weekend, and uh, we're we're watching a couple of accidents this morning. It looks like uh, Segura Street and uh, eighty seven in Navarre, right there at the bottom. It looks like an accident, but not showing a roadblock. And the same thing with Broad and Highway twenty nine. This is just north, as you probably know, of the uh, I ten turnoff for Highway 29 or Pensacola Boulevard. Vehicle crash there with injuries, but no roadblock and a dense, dense fog advisory. That's until 9 this morning. Real, real heavy as you're driving uh, wherever you're going this morning, but be extra careful and give yourself extra time. 437-1620 News Radio 92.3 Informative Local Dependable. You buy yourself a nice import, a Beamer, a Porsche, Mercedes, a Genesis, a Lexus, because they're good cars. They cost you a little bit to buy them. And then you think, well, I got to spend more on maintenance and repairs. That's how that works. I got to go to the dealership. You don't, and you don't. You can save money, you can save time, save inconvenience, and just get them serviced to Bobby Likas Auto right here on Davis Highway. No problem. They work on these cars all the time. Again, it saves you the con- the convenience of having to go somewhere else to do it and the cost, and you get the work done. It's no problem. Same thing for uh, diesel engines. You might think, well, that's a specialty item of a sort, and I need to go take that truck into the dealership. You don't. Bobby Likas works on those kinds of things all the time and every other kind of car, too, right? You run around, you whatever the case is, take it to Bobby Likas. They'll take care of you. The philosophy is prevent the big stuff by routinely and properly doing the small stuff. It's a healthcare clinic for your car that philosophy is in their name of the website, carcliniceservice.com. And uh, they were rated a 2021 Carfax Top Rated Service Center, 4.5 average reviews or above. So whatever your automobile is, take it to Bobby Likas Auto right here on Davis Highway. Have you been thinking about getting fit, but don't know where to start? Why not start at Running Wild? Running Wild specializes in fitting every person to the proper shoe, apparel, and training designed for their unique needs. An essential resource to the community on all things fitness-related, Running Wild takes pride in serving, teaching, and encouraging customers to reach new goals. Start your fitness journey with the experts at Running Wild in Pensacola and Fairhope. Follow on Facebook or shop online at werunwild.com. At Gulf Breeze News, they get it. They know you want to know what's happening in your community, whether that means investigative reporting, area events, or op-eds from your fellow breezers. The Gulf Breeze News truly is your community newspaper. Call 932-8986 and subscribe today. You can read online if you prefer to use your iPad or computer or get your freshly printed newspaper delivered right to your mailbox. From city to county, politics to sports. Subscribe now at gulfbreezenews.com. 
Pensacola Habitat for Humanity's annual Food Truck Festival is February 25th and 26th at Community Maritime Park in Pensacola. This event features a diverse mix of over 30 food trucks and entertainment for the whole family. It supports Pensacola Habitat for Humanity's mission to build homes, communities, and hope in Escambia and Santa Rosa counties. Learn more at PensacolaHabitatFoodTruckFest.org and follow Pensacola Habitat for Humanity on Facebook. The cooler weather in Pensacola is a great time of the year for gardening, whether it's planting roses, planting shrubs and trees and cool weather color, and of course, planning for spring. This is Mike Wiggins. If you've got gardening questions, we've got answers on the News Radio Garden Line every Tuesday morning at 9 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. And if you miss us on Tuesdays, then catch the Encore Edition every Saturday morning at 9. Sponsored by Pensacola Hardware, Blue Sky Landscaping, and Barnes Feed Store. With all the news about interest rates, here's some very good news from Piedmore Imports. Now through the end of February, an APR finance rate of 3.9% for 72 months is available on 2023 models like the Taos S starting from 25641. The Tiguan S from 28227 are the seven passenger Atlas SE with technology from 42632. All are available for 3.9% financing for 72 months and all come with carefree coverage. Volkswagen's free maintenance for the first two years are 20,000 miles, whichever occurs first. So with carefree coverage and low APR rates of 3.9 for 72 months, Speedmore Imports has the models, the coverage, and the finance rates to help you own your new Volkswagen today. Speedmore Imports is not in Car City, so you won't pay Car City prices. Speedmore Imports, 106 New Warrington Road, Pensacola. Special APR rates for qualifying credit through DCI. Plus take delivery by February 28th. See dealer for details. Fox News personality Brian Kilmeade. Afternoons at 11. Before Dave Ramsey. On News Radio 92.3. Informative. Local. Dependable. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to remember those who've transgressed against the great spirit of inclusion and must henceforth be forever cast into the abyss of dead names. In this moment of our remembrance, we prove with great grief and wailing the sincerity of our noble tolerance. What we once wrongly allowed in the ignorance of white privilege has become the cleansing rite of virtue signaling we use to prove our purity. Join with me now as we remember those we've lost. First, Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders for removing the term Latinx from all official documents of the moderately okay state of Arkansas. In justifying this, Sanders attempted to co-opt our own justice first language by claiming that using gender neutered terms like Latinx instead of Latina and Latino was actually disrespectful to native speakers of Spanish, calling the term culturally insensitive. But how is it culturally insensitive to tell the 487 million Spanish speakers around the world that their culture is completely wrong? The gall! We, of course, see right through this shallow attempt at satire and call her executive order what it is, an enormous step backward in the ongoing struggle for gender truth. The problem with Spanish, of course, isn't that some things are female and other things are male, it's that those are the only two options. Whereas privileging men over women is sexism, privileging the male-female paradigm itself over the most righteous and holy doctrine of gender fluidity is genderism. And the whole point of creating a brave new term like Latinx was to expose this corrosive genderism in the language. Latinx is supposed to be strange and unpleasant by design because it is demanding accountability for the entire language and those who speak it. So long as there is a difference between L and La, and only L and La, 
There will never be equity for the rest of the representatives of the holy acronym string. Latinx uber allies, woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend. And second, urinals. That's right. It is finally time to admit the grand folly of our culture's long-standing pro-boy stance and the perpetual insult to transgender men everywhere embodied in the porcelain pea place. As the thought heroes of the Milford, New Hampshire school board recently showed us, a high school that truly loves and accepts transgender boys will no longer vagina shame its students into differentiating between boys who can pee standing up and boys who can only pee sitting down. When they voted to put duct tape and garbage bags over all the urinals in the bathrooms at Milford High School in preparation for their replacement with genital-inclusive stalls, the majority really dropped a solid load of justice on the district. In addition to eliminating the painfully persistent system of ceramic segregation, this vote also finally flushes away the unjust time advantage which boys have always had over girls in the duration of their bathroom visits. And if imposing inefficiency on boys is the best way to remedy this gender time gap, then let's do it. Toward that end, we also recommend the following new rules, all in the interest of creating time use equity between boys and girls. First, all boys must wear pantyhose in order to take away the natural advantage they have in getting dressed in the morning. Similarly, all boys must either adorn themselves in makeup or else endure a 30-minute timeout at the beginning of the day to make up for the makeup gap they unfairly benefit from at home. Furthermore, each non-menstruating boy will be randomly assigned one week of the month during which he must sit in the corner of the room for an entire class period to take away the time advantage he has in not having to deal with an actual period. Menstruating boys, of course, will be excused from the penalty. Finally, an additional catch-all gender time gap penalty of 45 minutes per day for all boys will be imposed to account for everything from lower talk time on the phone to extra time lost changing for PE to the lack of need to shave one's legs and, of course, time lost shopping for clothes. All told, we believe that a 75-minute total time penalty and mandatory bathroom sitting should equalize things a bit. Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend. And finally... A huge add a person to the fine work done by Puffin and the Roll Doll Story Company to update the language in the best selling author's children's books, such as the BFG, Fantastic Mr. Fox, James and the Giant Peach, Matilda, and the Witches. Using the pattern laid out by St. George the Orwell in his seminal tutorial manual, 1984, these books are finally suitable to our current moment in the ongoing evolution of human hypersensitivity. However, in studying the hundreds of updates, I noticed a troubling pattern in which something offensive has changed, but even larger offenses are completely overlooked. Consider just a few examples from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. First, underactive thyroid sufferer Augustus Gloop is now described as merely enormous rather than as enormously fat. That's good, but the entire book revolves around the depraved human desire for unhealthy sweets. What good does it do to stop calling Gloop fat if we continue to expose our children's minds to the titillating depravity of rivers of chocolate and candy bar eating frenzies? The better revision would have been to make Willy Wonka the owner of a nice vegetable farm or perhaps a tofu factory. Of course, with the input and blessing of Her Excellency, former First Lady Michelle Obama. Second, all the origin story and descriptors of Oompa Loompas are deleted except for calling them little people instead of tiny men, making them both gender-inclusive and mitigating the derogatory references to their alternate height style. But what about the capitalist oppression that forces distant natives to migrate to other lands and work in industrial settings for inadequate wages under the oppressive patriarchy of a curly-haired white man in a purple coat? Where's the edit for that? 
Third, obviously all the references to Mike TV's guns and shooting them have been properly removed so that no child might ever form the mistaken belief that firearms are normal or safe to use. But yet the systemic injustice of the entire law enforcement apparatus has been left intact as police persons still work for the wealthy industrialist to keep the malnourished masses at bay outside the gates of his obesity factory. In short, dear Otherin, although these edits and deletions most certainly improve the bigoted and hateful works of Roald Dahl, they've only scratched the surface on the real reforms needed for those to be suitable indoctrination for children. Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend. And now, with these cleansing rites performed, may we all go forth in loving tolerance and microaggress no more. Woe unto all who offend. Woe unto all who offend. 627 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Ben Scola Morning News. Can you continue? <laughs> I can't continue. <laughs> I don't think he can do it. We're dying. The tofu factory. Can, can, we, get, can we get traffic? You want to do it? Yeah, yeah roads are right. fine. Um, the dense fog advisory until 9 this morning. Uh, certainly use caution, as you know, but really until 9 this morning. And it was real, real heavy driving in. Broad Street and Highway 29. This is north of I-10 showing an accident. Moved off to the side and then Segura Street and 87 in Navarre showing an accident with no roadblock. So you should be able to get around. But again, make sure your lights are on, even if it's light out and you think you can see so that others can maybe see your taillights. Be careful again. And uh, 437-1620. See that accident or slow down. Tofu factory. <laughs> and, <sighs> News well, radio. I, I, not to belabor the obvious, but for people who might be new to the show, these are all real stories. The, the board did really vote to remove all the urinals, to replace them with stalls, and in the temporary, they've covered up the urinals with duct tape and garbage bags to prevent the boys from using them. I mean, that's, <laughs> like, that's a real story. Yeah, it's in, bizarre. In, it's amazing. Uh, David Wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines. David? Federal judge in Washington, D.C. ruled yesterday that former President Donald Trump can be deposed as part of lawsuits filed by two former FBI officials that were fired after Trump was elected in 2016. Trump had criticized former FBI agent Peter Strzok and FBI attorney Lisa Page for years after the release of uh, disparaging text messages. A Soyuz spacecraft on the way to the International Space Station on a mission to provide a way back to Earth for NASA astronaut Frank Rubio and two Russian cosmonauts. The spacecraft that brought Rubio and the Russians to the space station started leaking after a micrometeor punctured an external radiator. And uh, a man recently called police. You know, we've had all these swatting calls. Uh, a man recently called police to threaten to blow up the iconic Hollywood sign in Los Angeles. Did you hear about this? Of course somebody did. But he did make one major faux pas. He uh, accidentally called police in Hollywood, Florida. Instead of... <laughs> instead of uh, I'll own it. Yeah. That's uh, ours. That's one of ours. We'll take it. <laughs> so about 2,700 miles from the actual oh, location he was threatening. Uh, they did, however, forward his message, yeah. and it turned out all to be a hoax. All right. Very good, David. By the way... Um, <laughs> You, you said that um, Donald Trump was going to be deposed. I thought he already wasn't the president. <laughs> Nobody? Nope. Come on! All right. Linguistic jokes. 629 on News Radio. Now he's putting up transgressors. <laughs> which is, by the way, available on your podcast so you can share oh, with your friends. Oh, that's right. Yeah. No, on NewsRadio923.com, the podcast page always has transgressors. If you, if you think it's worth sharing with other people. Hey, if you are 64 turning 65 uh, and you are getting ready to make the change over to Medicare, which you will, uh, Ricky Stewart. 
I know it's a little bit of a, like can be a little bit scary because you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know all these terms, advantage and supplement and, you know, plus and which number, which letter goes with me. And do I qualify for Medicaid and all that? Ricky Stewart. She's a good friend. I've known her as long as I've lived here. She has answers and she has helped so many of our listeners just like you answer these questions and navigate this process. It's very easy, even though it can seem hard. 341-2185 or look her up online. Ricky Stewart Insurance. Michelle Salzman next after the news. I'm Chris Foster. A year since the Russian invasion of Ukraine, a proposal from the Chinese government for a ceasefire, peace talks and ending Russian sanctions. China claims to be neutral and has avoided criticizing Russia, with whom it has what it calls a no-limits friendship. The U.S. believes China could be preparing to offer Moscow military assistance and is sceptical about Beijing's ability to broker a peace. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. Donald Dilbeck is executed by lethal injection in Florida for stabbing a woman during a carjacking attempt after escaping custody on a life sentence. woman's family saying in a statement the execution gives them some closure. Dilbeck had been convicted previously of killing a sheriff's deputy when he was a teenager. In his final words, Dilbeck said he'd really messed up, but said Florida's Governor Ron DeSantis has done a lot worse. Fox's Jack Callahan, Dilbeck murdered Faye Lamb Van in 1990. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning, 631 News Radio 92.3. I'm David Wayne. Cloudy skies. 71 right now in Pensacola. Still a little bit foggy out there. Uh, We'll check your traffic in just a couple of minutes. A social media post led to a shocking discovery of nearly 20 dead cockroaches inside of the Slim Chickens restaurant on Nine Mile Road recently. According to Channel 3, uh, customer Hale Kirkland and her husband discovered the critters inside their food last week they shared a video online when i first saw it i thought at first it was a burnt spot and then when i picked it up and i was like oh that's a whole bug it's like literally cooked around into it like the legs and stuff are and it's like it was solid on there and uh here this last tuesday inspectors with the dbpr showed up and they found several roaches inside the restaurant issued a basic violation a day later they went back And they do say everything appears to have been cleared up at that point. Uh, The Kirklands say the restaurant owner also apologized and sent them uh, some gift cards for the mishap. Governor Ron DeSantis says Florida is going to be a leader in the fight against illegal immigration. He's announced a series of crackdown legislation that he's hoping to get passed this spring. Uh, Speaking yesterday, the governor said there would be stiffer penalties for smuggling people into the state. So if you have people that are bringing in into the state of Florida, people that are here illegally. Uh, It's going to be a third-degree felony uh, if you're doing that, and a second-degree felony if they're aggravating circumstances. And uh, his proposals would also require universal use of the E-Verify Employment Eligibility System and block undocumented immigrants from practicing law in Florida. Grief counselors are going to be on hand in Orange County today. A student at Pine Hills Elementary School was shot on Wednesday, identified as nine-year-old Yatana Major. Principal Latanya Smothers calls her a kind, beautiful young girl with an infectious smile. There's a new bill trying to limit how long politicians, local politicians, that is, can stay in office here in the state of Florida. 
The legislation would place a cap on term limits for school board members and county commissioners to eight consecutive years. Currently, commissioners have no limits. There are already restrictions for state lawmakers, the governor, and elected cabinet members. Governor Ron DeSantis showed interest in the measure last year. If approved during the legislative session next month, it would take effect in July. And that is News Radio's Joe Ford. There's a bill that's been filed now aiming to protect parents during custody exchanges. It's being called the Cassie Carly Law in honor of the Navarre mother that was killed after meeting her ex-boyfriend, Marcus Spanavello, for a custody exchange in Navarre last year. Now, this new law would require Florida counties to provide a safe location for a custody swap. Those locations would be required to have a 24-hour surveillance system and a purple light to signal that it's a safe spot. Carly's family is supportive of the law, and they held a candlelight vigil last night. They're hoping it makes it through the upcoming legislative session. It is 635 at News Radio 92.3. Let's get a look at our traffic on the fives. Candy, what are you seeing? Uh, we were seeing a lot of fog this morning. My goodness. Dense fog advisory. That's until nine. It was tough driving in this morning, watching a, a couple of accidents, but it looks like they both have been moved off to the side. But of course, you still want to watch because of the fog. And again, make sure your lights are on. Even if you can see, make sure that others can see you. One of the accidents is broad in Highway 29. That's just north of I-10. But again, moved off to the side. The other one is in Nevada on 87 in Segura Street. That's also moved off to the side. Certainly if you have an accident or, or see an accident, I should say, and you have traffic tips, you can text them in. This is brought to you by Top Appliance, featuring freezers and refrigerators, dishwashers, rangers, washers and dryers. That's from GE Hotpoint, Speed Queen and more. Top Appliance, it's Highway 90 in Milton. Traffic tips, text them in, 437-1620. And happy Pensacon. And if you're visiting us for the first time, we certainly love having you here. News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. Thank you very much, Candy. Now look at our Channel 3 forecast. Another warm and humid day today with fog in the morning. Watch out for patches of dense fog. Outside of that, temperatures warm up in the afternoon near 80 degrees. As you go overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 67 with dense fog possible through the overnight hours. For Saturday, waking up with some warm weather. Temperatures Saturday afternoon near 78 degrees. Saturday night, temperatures dropping near 64. Stay connected to the Channel 3 News First Morning Weather Team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Right now, cloudy skies, very foggy out 71 in Pensacola, 71 in Gulf Breeze, and 70 in Milton. Our next news at 7. Breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3. I'm Jennifer Koshinko with your money now. The Justice Department says Google destroyed written records needed for an antitrust lawsuit that focuses on how the company preserved its dominance in Internet search. The government asked a federal judge Thursday to sanction Google for its past practice of setting employee chats to auto-delete, despite the company having told the court it would preserve records required for litigation. The DOJ says Google employees routinely discuss substantive and sensitive business using an instant messaging product that was set to delete chats after 24 hours. Google denies the charges. For years, India has been a story of unfulfilled potential, abundant labor and entrepreneurial energy hobbled by lousy infrastructure, a meddlesome state, and stifling regulation. But the Wall Street Journal says 2023 could be the year India finally emerges as a global economic heavyweight. There's been economic growth, microeconomic reform, and a changed geopolitical environment. That's your money now. Attention business owners. Stop throwing your hard-earned money away on rent. Imagine owning your own building and saving thousands every year. 
Sound impossible? Not if you use General Steel. General Steel can help you save thousands by owning your own custom-designed building. Just call 866-95-STEEL or visit GeneralSteelInfo.com to see how much money you can save with General Steel. Our buildings come with a 50-year warranty, and thousands of companies, from Fortune 500 corporations to startups, have trusted the General with their building needs. If you need to expand or start a new business, you really need General Steel. I'm very impressed with General Steel. Everyone's been extremely helpful. I'd recommend General Steel to anyone looking to build a steel building. Call 866-95-STEEL or visit GeneralSteelInfo.com to find out what General Steel can do for your home or business. That's 866-95-STEEL. Our team will answer your questions and offer you a customized quote. Just call 866-957-8335 now or GeneralSteelInfo.com. VIP Care is bringing better health to the Pensacola community February 27th and 28th. Both days they'll be on hand at the University Town Center from 9 a.m. till noon, where they'll have giveaways, raffles, and we'll be answering all of your primary care questions. VIP Care specializes in primary care for Medicare Advantage members. They proudly accept Florida Blue Medicare, as well as most insurance plans in the county. Come see VIP Care February 27th and 28th. You deserve better health. Hey guys, I'm Nicole Stacy. There are more things to do in our area than you can even imagine. So who better to share the adventure of the Pensacola experience than the team at Visit Pensacola? Share with us your experience by using the hashtag ExperiencePicola. Go to visitpensacola.com and listen in Friday at 9:30 on News Radio 923 AM 1620. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 923 AM 1620. What is News Radio 923? Informative, local, and dependable news from WEAR TV and the News Radio News Team. Informative, local, and dependable talk with Andrew McKay, Jenna Barr, and Bobby Rossi. Informative, local, and dependable traffic with traffic on the fives during your morning and afternoon drive. Informative, local, and dependable weather. Informative, local, and dependable coverage of breaking news and when disasters strike. That's what News Radio 923 is. Informative, local, dependable. As you know, we are being challenged both economically and militarily. In the past two decades, the People's Republic of China has more than quadrupled its export trade and used its growing wealth and economic power to rapidly expand and modernize its military as well as its navy. Today they have approximately 340 ships and are moving towards a fleet of 440 ships by the year 2030. The PRC's apparent disregard for the sovereignty of our airspace has made headlines over the past few days and weeks. But its disregard for the rules-based international order over the past decade or more is particularly troubling in the maritime domain, from the Taiwan Straits to the very high seas themselves. The PLA Navy is conducting active, aggressive maritime activities in the South China Sea that have the potential to undermine our system of international law, including the freedom of the sea, which is a foundational U.S. interest. 
This is uh, Secretary of the Navy, uh, Carlos Del Toro, speaking uh, last week at a uh, West 2024 conference uh, in, uh, was it last week? Maybe it was actually Monday or Tuesday. Anyway, it doesn't matter, very recently, uh, in San Diego, uh, which is a conference to get together with uh, like military uh, suppliers and manufacturers and you know, kind of convey the um, uh, ideas of the Navy to them and the military to them. And obviously, shipbuilding is an issue for us, wanting to keep up with, maintain parity with the ever-growing Chinese Navy. Uh, obviously, we know the threats related to Taiwan, uh, Taiwan and the South China Sea. Uh, but there's all kinds of issues that he talked about. You know, Ukraine, he says, has shown us that we're way behind in our ability to manufacture weapons quickly, to ramp up to wartime footing in the economy. We just don't have the pipeline. And, the, you know, it's not something so easy to do. It took a couple of years, like think World War II, right? We did it and we became amazing, but it took that time lag is the challenge. You know, and especially when, like, we're not even engaged in actual, actual warfare in Ukraine, but we're just ship, shipping arms over there. He also he also talked about, uh, you know, what we've learned, for example, from the USS, uh, you know, the CVN-4, the, you know, making that carrier and other carriers that are coming. I'm also especially proud of the progress that we've made on the USS Gerald R. Ford, the first new carrier to be deployed in almost 50 years. And I can assure you, we are all taking the lessons learned from the Ford as we build the future USS John F. Kennedy, USS Enterprise, and the USS Doris Miller. And one of the other, you know, he's talking about like the Constellation class, the missile frigates that are going to replace the destroyers, the Columbia class, the new um, ballistic missile sub that's coming online. We've got one keel laden, another one coming to Wisconsin soon. So talking about the manufacturing and shipbuilding that the Navy is actively engaged in, he did spend a fair amount of time talking about air power and some of the things that are relevant, particularly for us here in Pensacola, of course, with Whiting and, uh, of course, with NAS Pensacola. Also, a lot of stuff with cyber. Very much a part of what NAS um, uh, Corey Station is doing. So, or not, but uh, what Corey Station is doing. So, very interesting stuff. I'll share more of this with you throughout the show. Uh, Michelle Salzman, we did manage to connect with her. We had a little bit of issue getting a hold of her a moment ago. I apologize for that. And Michelle, rep- uh, Michelle Salzman is our state representative for District One, the north half of Escambia County. Uh, Michelle, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News. Well, thank you for having me. You're so kind to apologize. It wasn't your fault. I literally couldn't find my phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, we have you now, and so we'll take it. I wanted to have you on to talk for a minute about this um, education reform bill that you've got to be, you know, kind of shifting some of the priorities to make space for students of military members. Uh, before we get into, and, and I have questions, and I think I might disagree with you a little bit about some of these provisions, but um, that's fine. That's why we have these conversations. Um, I wanted to give you a chance to maybe explain it for a second first, because of course I agree with the emphasis on trying to make school more accessible to military students who struggle so much when they move from place to place. So what does the bill do? So um, the bill does two things. One, it now it eliminates the entire fee for um, if a school were to go over classroom capacity, um, they would be fined a fee. And it was two different components of the fee. 50% was calculated in one way and 50% was calculated in another way. Originally, the bill was filed to get rid of half of the fee, but after um, partnering with the Department of Education on some of this language, they said, you know what, we, we probably collect around $600,000 annually in all the fees combined. Let's just get rid of the fees altogether. So now the bill oh. gets rid of the fees if you go over classroom capacity. And the second component, which was the component from my request, that, that piece of it was really from the leadership side. They're trying to 
do a lot of stuff with school choice this year. But um, the other component was I brought to them the, the issue that we've been having in Escambia County where um, our school district was not giving our military children when they moved here the opportunity to participate in the magnet schools in B. Cook, um, Brown Barge Middle School, and West Florida High School because you have to enter those schools from kindergarten or sixth grade or ninth grade. So if they got here any other time in their lives, they couldn't participate in one of the top three performing schools in the district. And when your public schools are the bottom 10% in the state, it's really hard to get your military families to actually bring their dependents with them. They'll geobatch before they bring their kids and put them in a school that they're not comfortable with. So it, it really was because I wanted to just help our military families feel a little bit more welcome in Pensacola. And, and by the way, I love the idea of allowing class size not to be something that schools are penalized for if they accommodate military students. I love that part. Of it. I, to- I totally agree with that part. It's the timelines part that I have a question about. Before we get into that, let me get Candy in here with a quick traffic on the fives. All right, uh, taking a look. Good news is we're not showing any accidents or slowdowns, but of course that dense foggery, uh, dense foggery, dense fog advisory. <laughs> dense fog, I'm making I love up that. new words because I'm talking to Michelle Salzman and I'm excited. Uh, sorry, I miss you. Uh, I miss our rotary. Uh, as we uh, take a look around, uh, we're again no accidents. Dense fog advisory. That's until nine, and certainly be careful. Uh, four three seven sixteen twenty News Radio ninety two three informative, local, dependable, and. A appreciative of Michelle Salzman. <laughs> Thanks, Candy. So um, I love that term, though. So so Representative Salzman, here's the kind of the, the thought I've got when I read the bill is I thought uh, my most experience is we had two students go to Brown Barge, right? And uh, Brown Barge is a very unique program where the seventh grade builds on the sixth grade and the eighth grade builds on the seventh grade. And it really is a three year program. It's not a one plus one plus one. It's a three-year program. Uh, uh, Cook, I don't think, is structured quite that way. And West Florida, I don't think, is quite as much that, even though there's some degree to it. Uh, But particularly at uh, Brown Barge, somebody who shows up, you know, middle of the seventh grade, not having gone through the first year and a half of that process, is... That's they're going to be out of the alignment with what's going on in the school is my concern. And also it's meant to be, you know, toward the end of like, for example, the project at the end and all that kind of stuff. And so allowing military students to come in, I love the idea of it. It's the practicality of them coming in partway through. They're going to be disadvantaged from that. How do you answer that concern? Well, that that concern is a a very small concern whenever you look at the big picture and what we're really trying to do, and that's give these kids access to a really good, a really good education. Now, I've talked to several school board members. I've talked to the school choice director. I've talked to many folks in the district as well as people at these schools. And, yes, it will be uh, complicated. They'll have to figure it out. But it's not that hard. I mean, you're going to have to – create some sort of structure and, and they'll have some time to figure it out. That's why I went to them now so they can start planning and, and figure out how they're going to make it work. But it, at the end of the day, it, their sixth grade level, their seventh grade level, their eighth grade level, they're all, um, they're, they're all still structured to be based on the level of learning. So even though, you know, it builds sixth grade, builds up seventh grade, eighth grade, you still are in sixth grade math, seventh grade math, eighth grade. The fundamentals are still being taught at the level that you're in. So all you're catching up on is 
some of the, I guess, the, the programming and activity base that they're participating in. And, and I think that, um, that that's the least of our problems when we're looking at how we can make our school district more friendly for military families. And the other question, and this is not as much of an objection, it's just more I don't know. What kind of additional volume would be put into the magnet schools if at, at all levels, you know, through Cook, through um, Brown Barge and through West Florida, what if military families could get in past the deadlines and requirements and things like that, which, I, again, I agree with the sentiment here. I'm just kind of thinking, you know, structurally, what is the actual impact going to be? Do you know? Do you have a sense of the numbers? Uh, no, I don't. I don't have any numbers at all, and neither does the school district nor the military um, installations. That is something that, when talking to Lucky or um, Village, you know, and, and other base commanders around the Panhandle, nobody really does have a number. We haven't actually calculated that, but um, I, I, I think that. Um, we have some time to, to figure it out. I, I, I can't imagine it to be where it would just completely blow up or explode uh, one of the schools. Nobody has had the, the major concern of we're going to be in so much trouble, there's going to be too many kids. The only concern I've heard from the school district is we're going to have to figure out a way to structure bringing them in, like, okay. like your initial question. Okay. How do we do that? Not because they actually the capacity is not based off of um, class size, which is how they were able to circumvent the state law. Because Andrew, the state law says they're supposed to be doing this already, but there's a few school okay. districts in Florida that were calculating um, the the capacity by the term capacity instead of class size. So when this when the legislature wrote this law years ago to say we want military families to have. The, the priority access to all education as they come into Florida, they said um, they can, regardless of class size. And that term, regardless of class size, some school districts said, oh, we're going to calculate by capacity. So they, they wordsmith their way around the legislation. So when I even went to leadership and said, I think we need to do this at the state. I've been trying to do this for two years locally, and it's been something going on for years. They said, that's not going on. There's no way that's happening. And I said, yes, they are. I mean, it was it was several days of back and forth where I had to actually get the language from the school district to show the state so they could believe that we were actually not allowing the kids in the magnet school. So they're doing this in almost every county in Florida except for a few. So it, wow. it's this bill really just cleans up what it what the intention of the legislature was many years ago. So it's really a kind of a glitch fix that's been that's been causing a real life problem for the military families. All right, well I appreciate that and it, you know and, it and it's good to know that obviously you know the military families are asking for this and it's something that the legislature intended to have in law in the first place. So I appreciate that. That's that that answers or at least alleviates some of my concerns and questions I had. So that's why I wanted to have Yana talk about it. Michelle Salzman, she is our state representative for District one in Escambia County, the north half of the county. As always, Michelle, great to have you on the show. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you for being available. Thanks. Take care. Yeah. Bye-bye. 652 here on News Radio 923. If you're thinking about selling your home, you want to get the best realtor so you can get the best price. And look, Christina Leavenworth and her team at Leaven Rinky Realty are just, I mean, they're fantastic. She's only been doing this, gosh, what, about six years, I think, somewhere in that vicinity. And uh, the amazing level of success and how many homes for such good prices she and her team have been selling, it's, it's I mean, it's kind of mind, mind blowing. But um, in a hot market, right, you might think, well, you know, anybody will do, nah, <laughs> you know, they really get extraordinary results. In a 
cooling market, now is the time when you really got to think about getting that professional. How you stage it, how you price it, how you do the open house, how you use social media, what you fix. You know, all these things matter, and she and her team will do all of that. In fact, she guarantees that if she can't sell your home in 30 days, she won't charge you a penny. You know, that's her promise to you. Why? Because she knows she can and because she has buyers waiting. You got nothing to lose. It's completely free, of course, to find out what Christina Leavenworth can do for you. 723-9158. 723-9158. As a small business owner, what keeps you up at night? Just knowing if your email got hacked or your phone system went down, it could cost you thousands in revenue as well as your reputation. That's where Data Revolution comes in with their unique position to take care of you and your business IT support, phone systems, cyber security and more secure it and sleep better at night by going to datarevs.com winner of the 2021 best of the bay for it support datarevs.com Hello, this is Mary with Howard Young Flooring. Shopping for flooring can be a little overwhelming. At Howard Young Flooring, we are here to help you any way we can and answer any questions you may have so that you can make knowledgeable decisions. We understand the importance of each and every customer and would like to thank you for allowing us into your homes. For those we have not met, we hope to see you soon. Visit us today at 4333 Avalon Boulevard in Milton. We look forward to covering your future. If you run a business, you need to hear this. Hey, I'm Bobby Rossi for ADX Digital. Besides having four great radio stations at ADX Communications, we also have ADX Digital, which is our digital platform to help businesses target customers you want. Your business probably already does social media advertising, and that's great. At ADX Digital, we go beyond the scope of social media. We can turn your business's social media post into an ad that looks just like your post, but we deliver it to thousands of websites and apps based on your target customers using strategies like our online and offline behaviors. Keywords. AI, and more. Let our team show you all the different products. We help businesses each day, just like yours. From geofencing your competitors, retargeting, targeting, or native display, or running video commercials or connected TVs, take the time to call 850-262-6000 and get all the information you need to make 2023 a great year for your business. Call 850-262-6000 or go to adxdigitalmarketing.com. Pensacola right now with Bobby Rossi. Afternoons 4 to 7. After Dave Ramsey on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. National average for a gallon of gas, 338. Florida's 332. Uh, best this morning is still Texas, under three bucks. The only state that's under three bucks at 295. California at 475. In Navarre, 321 east of the Walmart, 316 is a five, you know, it's a uh, nickel better if you go to the West Walmart. Uh, going through Tiger Point area, 321 at the Liberty, and same at the uh, Murphy. Uh, 325 in Gulf Breeze at the uh, Exxon. 309 in Milton at the Sefco, same at the P Ridge Murphy, and 315 at the stations in Pace. Along Nine Mile, if you get over into Pensacola, the neighborhood market, Walmart, 299 
God, it's so horrible to be excited about that. Two ninety nine at the Murphy in front of the Walmart on US twenty nine also, and then three eleven at the TNC on Navy coming in from the southwest side. These gas prices are brought to you by Pete Moore Volkswagen with the lowest out the door price on your next new Volkswagen. Uh, PeteMoreImports.com. Uh, Candy has got traffic on the fives. Dense fog advisory this morning. Uh, of course, be careful as you know. Make sure your lights are on, even if you can see. Make sure that others can see you. Still watching that accident on Broad Street and Highway 29. That's north of I-10. But again, looks like it has been moved off to the side. And this is brought to you by the Food Truck Festival. That's happening this weekend, too. Habitat for Humanity Food Truck Festival, February 25th, 26th at Community Maritime Park. You can follow Pensacola Habitat for Humanity on Facebook or, or Google it. It'll be a delicious time if you need more information. And uh, this is uh, traffic tips. If you have uh, traffic on the fives, rather, if you have traffic tips, text 437-1620. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. David Wayne now in the newsroom with our headlines. David? Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen says U.S. inflation is coming down, but there's still more work to do. Yellen uh, talked to reporters on the sidelines of a G20 financial meeting in India. She said inflation is coming down if you measure it on a 12-month basis, but there's more work to do to bring it in line with the Federal Reserve's 2% target. And it took, what, 66 years, but finally a sequel is being published to 1957's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. So apprehensive about this. (laughs) It's called How the Grinch Lost Christmas, picks up a year after the original story and shows the Grinch trying to win the Whoville Christmas crown by making the best Christmas tree. Seems like a very Uh, un-Grinch-like thing to do. I'm going to withhold judgment on the virtue of this until I read it myself. All right, Maybe he identifies as a good... Okay, sorry. (laughs) Uh, David, thanks so much for the update. Uh, 658 here on News Radio 92.3. Future News. Time for Future News. That's when Candy and I tell you what's going to happen before it happens. All right, first question. It is the one-year anniversary of the invasion of Ukraine. When will this war be over? When will this war be over? I thought it'd be over by now. I don't know. I God, I want I want to say within a year, but I feel like I'm at this point being optimistic. I'm going to hope for that. Um, when will the Grand Hotel reopen? Downtown 2025. Pensacola? If you called, I'll tell you that. I know. Yeah. Can can Which I can I bad. say out loud what I think we're all thinking? Maybe never. I I don't know. I'm horrified by the possibility. It should have been already. I don't know what. what yeah, they got damaged during Sally. I know. But like, I do know. you guys not have insurance? Right. Open your hotel. We miss it. Uh, Pensacon level of success for Pensacon this year. Um, best ever. Yeah, I mean, awesome. the Saturday's already sold out. Tenth so year. Tenth year. year. I it's, know. It's, it's, we were there for the ground floor. He was trying know, to get I it on the it. beach, and they were uh, like, "Well, we don't know." And now it's just this <laughs> beautiful downtown thing. So. All right, we'll be back in a Woo! minute. Stick around. Listen on air at ninety-two point three, ninety-five point three, and. AM 1620, News Radio 923.